Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Warning. This podcast contains strong language, drug references, excessive and overbearing feminism, white girl problems, and probably something about sex. Sorry. Sorry. What could go wrong? Big clit energy. Sisters, I'm just watching. And a big clit energy to you and your family and your loved ones tonight. Welcome to What Could Go Wrong, the Bachelorette Recap Podcast. I'm Mel and I'm here tonight with the lovely Dr. Gill. How are you? I'm good. Doing well? Well, I am. Or am I? Well, look, we'll never know. And our listeners need to know. Sadly for our listeners, for the next two weeks we're without Storm, is that right? Yeah, that is quite upsetting to our listeners. To me it's a dream come true. (laughs) (laughs) No, I miss her a lot. We'll get get into that soon. We're also here with Mouth, our producer. How are you, Mouth? Yeah, great. Jumbo. And, of course, we're here with you, (laughs) our idiots, our little idiots. Welcome. Lady Gaga has her monsters. We have our idiots. I'm just going to start us off with a little icebreaker. Oh, good. It's got nothing to do with The Bachelorette, but it does involve me getting attention. Uh, okay, so first one, I'm gonna. it's called Articulate. I'm going to re- um, describe something and without saying it, and you're going to guess which noun I am referencing. Okay. Uh, okay, the first one is if you pierce your shaft of your dick or the head of your dick, what's it called? <laughs> well, there's... <laughs> Is it, is it a Prince Albert? Albert? It is a Prince Albert. <sighs> Not could be confused with the Prince Andrew. <laughs> far worse. Uh, okay, he is a stoned dog. Uh, Brian from Family Guy. I'm probably. Not <laughs> no. Um, he always solves murders. Oh, Scooby-Doo. I know. I don't know why they don't fucking hire the police. <laughs> All right, so this one is uh, he th- pff, he thinks he discovered America. Oh, Columbus. Yes. Christopher. Christopher. Good old Christopher the bastard. Full of shit, isn't he? Uh, and also would have taken Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> True. And uh, let's do the last one. Um, it's... Ooh... Okay, he wrote a lot of books about disgusting things. (laughs) Dirty little pigs. Ooh, is it Madonna? It's it's Madonna, and it's her autobiography. (laughs) (laughs) Now it was Roald Dahl. Um, And speaking of Roald Dahl, let's recap The Bachelorette. Speaking of a pack of witches and twits. (laughs) Excellent segue. And BFGs. (laughs) (laughs) Well, quite a few big friendly giants. Or they'd be fucking ginormous dickheads. So we are up to episode two, three, three, three and four, three, three. and four, episode two of our series. Uh, and to get us into that, we've got Dr. Gill. She's recapping episode three. Lucky me, because this was just filled with content. I know, sisters. I'm just and, watching. Uh, <laughs> since... <laughs> And since Storm has decided in the most selfishly bitchy act conceivable to go away without us, mm. you're stuck with me. So yeah. week two kicks off with a single date card for from Ellie. And to no one's surprise at all, it's received by Fraser, 
much to the disappointment of Wake friendly Porter. golden retriever face? Yes. yes. A.K.A. Yeah. Poor man's Bradley Cooper. Yes. But, you know, we but do, a very we do love you, Fraser. Beethoven. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we open with beautiful aerial shots of the majestic Blue Mountains, accompanied by the iconic sound of magpies singing. The producers very ignorantly missed a clear opportunity to utilise Mel's inane but albeit impressive talent in magpie impersonations. Thank you, Jill. I, I don't think I'll fully recover from it, but all right. We'll let it slide, Channel 10. Um, <laughs> this El- time. <laughs> Ellie and Fraser meet at a lookout point and they seem very nervous but excited. Fraser has painted his jeans to perfection this morning, so top marks there. He painted them, did you just say? It looks like it. <laughs> Fraser painted his jeans. He's done a very good job. What, like kind of like an emo goth at Gateway Shops on Thursday night? Like well, the system of a down lyrics down the leg? I'm confused. Actually, that would be more impressive. I, I, I kind of just meant painted them on. But oh, I thought you were right. writing a limp biscuit across his yeah. ass. <laughs> People equal shit. Yeah, <laughs> just that big stussy S and so Yes, no, true. I would have been much more impressed with <laughs> with that version. <laughs> um, Ellie says to the camera privately that that adventure is a very important aspect of her life, and it's pivotal that her partner can keep up with that. So, let's hope he's into Tinder and threesomes. I know Stormy's. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, is she ever. (laughs) All is revealed as it cuts to a cable car suspended at about mm, 300 metres above the forest floor. Or, in other words, just what Lockie jumps off every morning. (laughs) Exactly. Irina, watch me. (laughs) She's like, fuck, I'll get the medical kit out again. Um, yeah, and you know, as you can imagine, falling 300 meters is, you know, because Frasier gets quite nervous, and falling 300 meters is pretty typical for a human being to be frightened of. But um, perhaps he should refrain from using language that implies that he's scared of falling for Ellie. Because <sighs> the directors saw a little bit of a, 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 a way in, like, I know how we can create. Something exactly. out of this. He may as well walk in and be like, Do you know what I'm so scared of? I'm scared of waterfalls and I'm scared of falling down one for Ellie. But for Ellie, though? Next, they're like, Group date, white water rafting. And in you get. Yeah. As we all sign collectively as viewers and think, We're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> they are, um, they're strapped onto some safety gear and in true batch fashion, they're hoisted out of the sky cart down to a suspended lever's seat where they crack a bottle of champers. Ellie is positively gushing and probably grateful that she's strapped into her chair for reasons I won't go into. No, Becky looks up from below. Oh, the, the rains are in. Oh, <laughs> Arthur, the rains. It's just the fucking kids on the roof again. Anyway, we won't we go there. stop eating corn on the roof. Yeah, juicy, the, juicy Get off the fucking roof. <laughs> he gets the belt out. Okay, I digress. <laughs> Anyway, um, yada, yada, yada. They share a G-rated kiss at the expense of Channel 10 and we move on to Ellie's big surprise. As Fraser reports, that was pretty good, eh? (laughs) They head back to the privacy of the Batch Mansion where they exchange their hopes and dreams for their future partner. Fraser says he loves her looks but also her personality and Ellie says he makes her nervous and he gets a rose and the world continues turning. (sighs) Where's Becky when all this is happening? I know. <laughs> <laughs> the group date. It's time for the group date. And guess what, Mel? 
What? They're off to the theatre. Oh, the yes. theatre. I thought they were all shot with COVID. <laughs> How did they get a special exemption? That's just another thing that Storm's into, but still. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so as the boys begin to trickle in, they're surprised to find the girls are already on stage. Becky is standing over Ellie with a very serious expression while Ellie plays Beethoven's Für Elise with the grace of a bull chair being thrown over a fence. <laughs> it did sound a little bit like um, like a year seven playing the Twilight CD I, and just really trying. A little bit. I had no idea that Becky was a terrible piano teacher. <laughs> Was Becky the teacher? She looked like she was standing over her with the serious, you know, with her arms crossed and she's struggling with fur Ellie, you're not getting up until you've practised. <laughs> yeah, that's right. She's like, okay, daytime. She's like, not yet. No, your scales. <laughs> Nevertheless, colour me shocked. This is exciting stuff. It's revealed today that, Mel, there will be a talent show. Anyone do a magpie noise? <laughs> Another opportunity missed, it clearly. Is. Joe admits he isn't sure that he's talented. Not to worry, Joe. The talent has been chosen for you. As the curtains lift on the stage, a series of talent stations have been set up and it's first in best dress. Is there a host to this monstrosity or is it Becky and... I'm glad you asked. Oh. The host was self-elected by Mr Italy and might I add, he did a very <laughs> good job. It's well, not his first time sassing people. Well, you know what? Mr Italy didn't just, you know, win the title online. He would have been doing pageantry. He probably did the swimsuit. That's <laughs> the right. The ball gown. <laughs> You've got to have big boots to kick Cecily into the sea, bitch. <laughs> Oh, Mamma Mia. <laughs> oh, God, don't, don't. Oh, yeah. So, okay, so sorry. Becky decides to pull Adrian, a.k.a., I mean, as Mel has said before, the Mothman. What? Aside from explaining to, uh, aside after explaining to the camera, sorry, that privately she's feeling very, it, a very strong connection with him, one could say like a moth to a flame. During their chat, Adrian nails his own coffin down by explaining to a 30-something-year-old human that he isn't too worried about what happens after the show and doesn't even think they should talk too much about the after. Well, you do know moths only live like 24 hours, so he doesn't really have much time. He lives to live in the now. That's the last of three episodes. It's, a lot of it's like death becomes her right now. He's spray-painted on, basically. Well... It sounds like time is of his essence. He should be on top of that. He should be reproducing as fast as possible. <laughs> Becky needs to be spinning little cocoons out as quickly <laughs> as she can. <laughs> Just when you think he couldn't have stepped in a bigger verbal shit, he proceeds to smear it all over himself by announcing he loves hanging out with the boys and he actually feels sorry for Becky and Ellie. Because the standard of men is just so high. How can they keep up? Ladies... Form an orderly line. <laughs> I'm sliding off my chair. <laughs> I thought you would be. <laughs> okay, so the talent show begins and never have I been more tired. It reminds me of when me and my girlfriend used to make dance routines and pester our half-tanked parents to watch. Yeah. They were clearly enjoying a great gag at our expense, veiled with faux parental pride and true to empathetic parental form. Ellie and Becky exclaim they're so proud and impressed with the boys' multi-talented ex exhibition. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Such bad. 
You see, this is why the dolphin guy should still be in. He's probably the only one with any talent. This was clearly his time to shine. <laughs> <laughs> so who won? And no, well, like, I'm going ahead of myself. Who well, did you think was the best talent? Well, well, I'll get to that. But well, let me just start with with Adrian when he comes on because you know everyone's got their different talent. So as if Adrian hadn't dropped enough balls today already, his juggling skills are clearly the same as his conversational skills. They're just going everywhere. That was his talent. Meanwhile, you know, Mr. Idley is still killing in his MC. Sam, who you may remember as Pennywise from his red balloon entrance. Do I ever? <laughs> I mean, it's in my nightmare. <laughs> his tricky turns into a six foot spider that can only be killed with an asthma pump. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. <laughs> well, he gets stuck with ventriloquism. And- <laughs> And he enters the stage nervously and introduces his doll who is Italian. I'm, I'm not. I don't want Wait, to. Is it Mr. Italy just sitting on his lap with, <laughs> with Pennywise's hand up his nose, oh, controlling him like a glove oh, puppet? That brings a whole new meaning to I just love the boys. <laughs> um, he recites a shitty poem and we all move on with our lives. Joe is up last with an interpretive dance number and Ellie is salivating over his skin tight skin tight. Because she knows what's under there, doesn't she? Yes. She's been to that construction site. (laughs) Ladies get the ladies, quote Ellie. Inevitably, the girls choose to spend extra time with Joe and Sam. And at this point, I'm thinking life is too short for this. (sighs) Becky makes it explicitly clear that her partying days are done and she's ready for someone who can juggle. They share a kiss. It's actually a little bit cute. I quite liked it. Joe explains that he's always liked Ellie, but it took her rising to national fame for him to realise. Yeah. That's that's man all over for you, isn't it? That's it. Yeah. And that, that was pretty much sums up the talent show. Yeah. <laughs> so who won? Well, as I said, the, the, the girls picked Sam and Joe. So Pennywise oh, so they and- For the ventriloquist. And what was Joe? Joe was... The interpretive dance. Interpretive dance with ribbon. That's actually hot as fuck. I mean, both of them actually did really well. Okay. Hmm. Okay, great. Well, we're now and we're so co- is that where we leave? Is that where you leave us, Dr. Gill? Not yet. We've got the cocktail. I wish it was, Mel. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me, I want to go home. No, but we have the cocktail party at the rose ceremony I to go. I it seemed brief. Did I'd, you? <laughs> I'd love to get... I'd love to get to the... Uh, to the cocktail party. Well, I know everyone's gagging for your episode. That's going to be a scream. But anyway, so the cocktail party. <laughs> we'll start at the cocktail party. Becky's first point of call is to check in with Adrian the Mothman. She's obviously keen to address his lack of interest in their future. He's got a lot on his mind. So, you know, the Mothman, like, sort of is a beacon for warning. I mean, there's an entire world pandemic, bushfires, the fucking pedophile ring, Pizzagate, <laughs> Donald Trump. There's me too. Ruth Bader Ginsburg's just died. Kobe's, I don't know, has he done something? He's dead. Oh, well, the Mothman couldn't save him, could he? <laughs> well, try as he may. Well, so this is an opportunity for him to pick up some of the balls that he's dropped. And she explains very clearly that for her, discussing the future is incredibly important as she's ready to get serious. And he responds with, yep, I see what you mean, but what I have to say to you is that, yeah, I, I just like to live in the moment and, and in the past I've thought about it too much in the future and it bores me. Like, we don't have to talk about this stuff all the time. We, yeah. we don't have to be serious all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, cool. So I like how he dug his own grave. Mm. Like, cute. Mm. It's like the trash taking itself out. <laughs> it's actually quite polite. Yeah, it's really nice. Like, at least he's not bullshitting her he's going to dump her after. That's right. At least he's not smart enough to not admit he's a fuckboy. Yes. <laughs> Idiot. What you see is what you get. <laughs> so the entire nation watched as his balls just cascade down the batchy staircase in incredibly... He remains confident that he will receive a rose. I mean, you'd only expect that much audacity from someone who walked into the mansion wearing a fucking top hat and steampunk goggles. <laughs> you, you don't really have a real grasp on, like, I guess the concept of impressing and wooing women. But the fir- I think the first sighting of Mothman was, like, over 100 years ago. So he's, he's, an, old, he's an old moth. He's a tired old cabbage he's an moth. Old man. He's, he's spread a lot of dust around in his Can pan. I tell you what, just really quickly, I know you're still going, but there's a really funny um, thing that I learned about the Mothman, and that's he doesn't fly like a normal bird or a moth. When Mothman's finished, like, with what he's doing, he just shoots directly vertically up into the sky. Just like Whoa! as a final ejection, he just ejects like yeah, like an ejection. So the whole time you're He's talking, like, fuck I'm, y'all, I'm out. I'm Whoa! waiting for Becky to be like, I need to think about my future, and he just yeet up in the air. He's got his proboscis on the red button. He's ready to go. <laughs> oh dear, it's a moth tongue. <laughs> you wouldn't understand it. It's 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 moth stuff. Anyway. It's moth moth humor. <laughs> So the <laughs> shout out Adrian if you're listening. <laughs> yeah, sorry about all the TikToks I keep making referencing you as a cryptid. <laughs> but I'm on to you. All right, so the rose ceremony. Asha is back, but if you look closely at the editing, he's only ever in the shot on his own. So I I do suspect that this has been filmed from quarantine. I know he was very busy having a baby and filming the mask singer, or rather his wife was having the baby. Yeah. But um, so yeah, so there's four boys. So are, you, are, you, are you saying that Osha's green screened into the batch match? I'm. I would put money down on it. We, we could. We could do another tat over this. I think we've got a new. Um, we've got a new character in our potty. It's Greg in green screens. <laughs> I think you might be right, Mel. <laughs> there's a whole new job created after COVID for Greggy. <laughs> Greg was fucking keen. Yeah, well, now he could be taken off job seeker yeah. <laughs> and be put on job keeper <laughs> of what's left of it. Anyway, we digress. So there are four boys going home tonight. James is very so James very cleverly points out that, that that's twenty five percent of the house. Well done, James. Clever cookie, James. Math man. I actually need <laughs> math man. <laughs> I actually need help with my math homework. So hit me up, James. Come if, on, if math man. Help. Aggie the vampire receives a rose, as does Sam, Joe, Pascal, Damien, Harry, amongst others, and to everyone's surprise, Adrian, the <laughs> Mothman child. <laughs> as the ladies say farewell to 25% of the house, we are all left in disbelief that despite clear communication from Becky that her time is precious, she actually has a little more to spare. <laughs> That's it for this episode. So, wait, who left? Didn't quite catch it. <laughs> I only know who stayed. I, I was going to say, that's like the main part of the rose already. I don't give a fuck. I love it. I don't get paid was enough. Was it Trent? Did Trent leave? I think I mentioned the ones that stayed. So you didn't say Trent. Okay. I didn't. I didn't say Trent, but look, maybe. Is there even one called that? <laughs> 
I mean, I only just discovered Pete. No, now I think he's quite cute. So you, 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 oh, you, oh prawn, prawny Pete. Left to be amazed, but you know what? How did that, you miss it? That's all I could scrape together for this episode. It, it was, it wasn't the most um, exciting one. And I thought it was exciting, um, but you know what is it? You know what? Uh, oh yeah, let's have a break, sisters. I'm just watching. Welcome back, idiots. Uh, we are going to now be crossing for our news segment a little bit differently than normal. Rather than just uh, crossing the table to Dr. Gill, we're actually crossing a little bit of a barrier to to Miss Storm. Now, we don't want to give too much away. We'll let Storm tell the story when she's back. Yeah. However, I mean, what are we looking at? Two weeks? Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to say too much, but it is looking a bit quarantine for her. Yeah, so she's in a hotel. She's... She's on her own. She's she said she's coming back in two weeks. So we can only assume she's being fed. She seems good, and we've just we're just gonna um, cross live to her now, and we'll just check in, see how her health's going, how she's feeling. I mean, it's a crazy time in the world, check so in. it's it's expected that this would be bound to happen. So let's <laughs> check in with her and see how she's going uh, oh, from her God. hotel room for the news. Doctor News Hag. Yes. What is the team? I'm getting restless, girls. Is that a queen? Yes. Doctor News Hag, what is the tea? Yes. All right. Um, we're here with Storm. We're corresponding. Um, in her amazing room that she's in. It actually looks quite nice. What's on the walls Hi, there? Guys. I think you'll find um, it's um, it's a picture of mirage of camels. Yeah, as I'm those, in you get those in hotels. Yeah, yeah, yeah so them. you were there. Um, so... Tell us, how was the flight? We haven't done any COVID-y flights. Are there masks? Are there? What's the story? Look, I got all weirded out and, like, brought a mask and then I didn't wear one the whole time and it was completely So you haven't worn a mask and no one asked you to put one on? No, they just gave them to you as you the walked through. Yeah, as you walked through. Right, and, like, walked and I said, do we have to wear them? And they said, if you want to, and not a single soul wore them. But I've got and some really, really sad news. So... Though. Um, what is it? Oh, well, because I was really excited because every time I go to the airport, I get Hungry Jacks. Hungry Jacks was closed. That's... Anyway, <laughs> just saying. Well, that's the least of our worries. <laughs> um, are we at this stage? What, what, so you're walking in the, the, they're giving you masks, da, da, da. What was, was there any hot security giving out Absolutely masks? Absolutely not. I want to know. No, no. There was no, no one hot. So none no. of the security are hot? No hot? No. Shocking. Cops? No. Nothing? Oh. No hot cops. That goes against Sailors, everything. Nothing. That's not what we've heard. Who's um, been telling you this? Okay. Uh, well, I mean, it's been all over the news, but it's, it's been on the news. Generally, um, you know, they're quite tempting. Yeah. Guns, but, yeah. yeah. It's okay. So I hope you're not getting too, um, I don't know, cabin fever-y in there. Um, how, lo- how long have you got left there? Yeah, oh, how long you know, have you got there? Another, 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 week, another week and a half. Um, it's another week and a half. That's, that's good. Fine. Yeah, it's not too bad. We cannot wait to see you, Storm. Yeah, we've guys. been worried. No, I mean, we've, been... we've missed you. Yeah, we've missed yeah, you a lot. Look, I'm here on a very important mission. There's a lot to do, and yeah. you know, obviously, mm. this is funded by we the government. We all have to do our part. So, so, it is. We to. all have to do our part. Um, but we're getting the signal from Mal to move on really quickly yeah. to the news segment. So, are you able in any way to give us your correspondence, your news? Absolutely, guys. Look, I've had a lot on my plate. Like, mouth, I can see your face and it's weird. 
<laughs> She's had before. Yeah. Look, I've had a lot on my plate, but I have had some time to go onto Instagram and I found some really hot news. All right. So this week oh. is that Channel 10 has announced that The Bachelor in Paradise has been rested. Now, I think we all know that's it's just a very what? nice rested. Rested. Now, that's a very nice executive oh. way to say uh, whatever is the opposite of bulla um, to the spinner. <laughs> that, um, that's kind of like the cancelled. That's kind yeah. of like the Channel Network, uh, sorry, sorry, Channel 10's way of saying, let's go on a break. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They wrote it on yeah. a post-it. <laughs> yeah. And it's, yeah. um, it's not us, it's, it's them. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, so this is instantly... I met the quota. Who, big sexy? Yeah. <laughs> so this has instantly brought up like uh, two very important questions with me and I'm sure anyone else that, you know, potentially it should get a new hobby. Um, one, is this due to bad ratings? And if it is, what does this mean for the Australian franchise in general? Because as we all know, Lockie's season, season eight of The Bachelor probably didn't fare a lot better um, are we all going to yeah. be out of jobs in 2021? Well, or is there still time yeah. I mean, for Sandra Sully to sacrifice job? Lockie to the gods and apologise? You, um, you, you, they could throw Lockie into a um, volcano, one last splunk for the good of us yeah, all, the greater good. It, a I think it's, worth, it's, it's worth a try. <laughs> and, of course, for I think the question too, also should be, sorry. No, no, you, 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 absolutely. Oh, I was just going to say that the... Um, Abs, abs from episode one of this season of Bachelorette who stayed for a whopping 18 minutes. Absolutely, I, think I he, thought of him first. Really, yeah, he did it for the, he did it for the paradise. Absolutely. Um, so question two that is on, you know, the, the, the tip of everyone's tongue is, will Kira Maguire and Jake Ellis be able to get a job keeper? I think so. Sorry, could you repeat that just once more? Will Kira Maguire <laughs> and Jake Ellis be able to get onto JobKeeper if this mm, is cancelled? Yeah. I think they might have more luck with JobSeeker. Mm. Yes, yes, fair um, enough. According to the Wash Online, luck. though, it does go a little bit further than this. And, of course, the Wash Online is a very respectable uh, news source as well as very aptly named because I, I don't know about you guys. Every time mm-hmm. I click on that bio link, I do feel like I could go a good sob and a scrub in the shower. Um, they have said that Channel 10 might be royally shooting themselves in the foot with this one because basically Bachelor in Paradise is kind of like the carrot that keeps the donkeys from spilling the tea on all the, like, deplorable, horrible, mind-altering crap that's happened on their seasons because they hope to go into another season where the, you know, mind-altering stuff will happen in, like, a nicer climate with, like, maybe a bigger bar tab. So with this in mind, guys, this is kind of good news for us because without this in the mix, slaying hot bitches like Juliet, absolutely, (laughs) she's going to shed her skin as soon as that NDA is done and dusted. Do you know why? Do you know why, Mel? Why? Why? Because she's a snake. (laughs) She is. (laughs) And she's soon to be an NWA-approved snake. What's that? What does that mean? Well, it's a, see what it is. It's a throwback to one of our earlier episodes. Oh, I episodes. see. Oh, after, after, FDA. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. I so feel I mean, like that's, that. That's a little bit exciting. Yes. Hmm. I'm excited. Well, it's excited for nothing Can to happen. Can maths go on Bachelor in Paradise? Can they have maths in Paradise? No. There actually was rumours about that for a while. I think it should be anyone. Be Ashley Simpson. 
Dean Wells, NASA, Daryl Summers. That sounds like the Mars Singer. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay. How anticlimactic if NASA was the Mask Singer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, what have you got for us, come on? Um, all right. So in other news, last season's Bachelor winner, supernatural being slash nurse Irina Sabrina the Teenage Witch, has come out she's to still explain. Hiking. She's still <laughs> hiking a lot, but she has explained why she doesn't have the verified blue Instagram tick. And she simply explained um, that it's because she never applied for it because she doesn't want it because she doesn't care. Do you know what? It's interesting what? because that's exactly why we don't have it as well. Yeah, Thank we you. Have, we exactly. Very often, exactly. we're like, mm, maybe we'll get around to it. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, now, look, Lockie, Lockie Tent Pants has not thought very much into this. He hasn't questioned it, sort of in the same way that he's never really questioned that the world isn't flat and he hasn't quite, like, gotten around to looking up that weird feminism word that was brought up that time during that date with Izzy's two mums. Um, but lucky for you idiots, I have looked into it. And the witch's mark was brought to fame in the witch trials of the 17th century. The witch or devil's mark was believed to be a permanent marking of the devil created by raking his claw across their flesh and marking it with a blue iron. So within the (gasps) trials, the suspect's body would be completely canvassed to find this proof of a pact with Manor or as or Satan, as, you know, these douchebags would call it. Or Irina. Yeah. So um, apply for that shit. Wow. I think not. Verified. Crucified, verified. It sounds very similar, particularly if you are 450 years old. You know what? I don't think she – I think she's been there, done that, bought the T-shirt. She's not interested. <laughs> she's bought the broomstick. She's done it. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's about all yeah. I have for, for news today. Oh, but, um, well, we cannot wait till you get back. We're get out. you every single second. Try Stop and take good. some time getting the sunshine. It's really important for your well-being. I know. I've, yeah, I've, you've been on my mind, girl. Can I ask you, do, would you consider yourself a positive person? I um yeah absolutely would think of myself as being yeah. really positive particularly at the yeah. moment yeah yeah, yeah so I mean we've always positive. thought so um we've always thought so and I mean this just confirms it so it's good it's been good to chat to you and do you know what we can't wait to chat again next week yeah I mean maybe Thanks next so. time do consider the mask at the airport but that's okay that's just <laughs> right. you no worries all right love you all right. girl. I love you girls okay. I miss you I'll see you soon you. Bye. Bye. sisters I'm just watching. All right. So after speaking to public harm auntie in her padded cell, we're back uh, to talk about (laughs) episode four of The Bachelorette. Uh, So unfortunately, I did miss the first five minutes, although I did message Gil to fill me in. And she wrote, this is a verbatim quote from Messenger. I'm pretty high, but there was some gross dancing on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. (laughs) It was tragic. Yeah, and then my sisters actually mentioned that there was an Australian pop not icon called Starly singing an auto-tuned song on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Was there, <laughs> I don't understand. Was there a band? Was there dancing? Your cousins would be correct. No. <laughs> yes, no. Becky Becky brought him up there and sort of in, you know. I thought it was Ellie. It was Becky. It was Becky. Oh. Yeah, Becky and Prawn Eyes. 
Oh, Sexy Prawn Man. Yes, who actually, I, I will say, uh, he's my new favourite. I love Sexy Prawn. I, I usually wouldn't trust a prawn out of all the crustaceans. I don't know. I just feel like they're a little bit shellfish. No <laughs> one. Oh. Uh, but, um, but. I tuned in after the gross dancing on the Sydney Harbour Bridge to the auto-tuned um, celebrity. I'm doing the 66 and 99 fingers right now. Um, so <laughs> handsome prawn eyes. He, when I tuned in, he had a bombshell. I tuned right in and he was instantly dropping a dropping a bomb, dropping a bomb on her. Um, it was that um, Becky is actually possibly a rebound because he just broke up within the year with his wife of 12 years. I did. I did hear that. Yep. And in the least convincing line of dialogue on television ever, he says, yeah, yeah, I'm all right now. Um, yeah. So again, shellfish. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> but you know what? Rebound Becky isn't kosher. She leans in for a kiss. Under the sea. <laughs> <laughs> and handsome prawn gets the first rise of the episode. Good She's not him. afraid to take a risk, Becky. I've, I've noticed that. I mean, you know, the last episode that I covered, you know, She's after someone serious. Mothman says yeah. he wasn't. She's still yeah, yeah, okay to take the risk. So. You know what? Last time I put a um, prawn in my mouth that had been on the Sydney Harbour Bridge for an entire day, it didn't end well. But oh, oh well, well, let's move <laughs> on. Uh, so I I mean, I don't, I didn't need to reference the advertisements. But when you, you do with VPN on 10 Play, you get 11 advertisements. And you can't, mm. you can't stop them. You can't skip them. And one of them that really stood out to me was a very sexy Matthew McConaughey whiskey ad. Yes. And he said, oh, whiskey. No apologies. And mm. I, I, I need that in my life because when mm. I'm on the whiskey, I'm all the next day. A lot oh, of apologies. I, I took it as very non-consensual. I got a, yeah. a, a weird rapey vibe from it. I'm like, oh, whiskey's no apologies. Oh, wow. I really miss mm-hmm. that. I wrote, I can't wait for a bender. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear me. Um, anyway, so Ellie, Ellie's invited um, Magic Mike over to apparently what's her house. Now, she says, welcome to my house. I don't know if you saw the black goat sculpture. And I also don't know, am I saying this correct? Baphomet? Baphomet. It's a satanic goat. Do you mean chupacabra? Yeah, let's go with the chupacabra. So she has an iron ore chupacabra in her living room. But also, (laughs) why is her house so nice? What's her job that she lives in the mansion? I thought Um, she was just fresh-faced walking through marigolds all day. She's an Airbnb project manager. (laughs) Is she actually? Oh, I get it. I see what you did there. No, Um, she's with Storm and she's in quarantine. (laughs) (laughs) But her mansion was lovely. It was, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't... The aesthetic, I didn't like rate it or anything, but it was nice for like country road Pinterest. Oh, okay, no, yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> uh, but um, the Magic Mike dude, I think his name's James, Jake? Yeah, it's, ja- it's James. He's the, the he's the professional wakeboarder. Oh, so if anyone whose name starts with J that's a man, I, I think they're awful. I'm Not just going to. Really. No, I will put it up. I'll have you know my partner in crime. His name starts with a J. Well, I didn't want to tell you um, until we were on the air, so you couldn't say anything about it. Um, Right, well, Jackson, if you're listening, it's over. (laughs) (laughs) The alphabet doesn't lie. Um, So Magic Mike, he's dressed like an army cadet. He even has a (laughs) dog tag on, I don't know. Uh, I, I like a joke. Is what he says. That's the one thing about me is that I like a joke. Oh, here we go. But then he says to her, "I, I can, uh, so I can take it, but I'll give it back twice as hard to you." Ooh, uh, I know. That sounds like something Roxy would have liked. She was the one that used the lines like, "I wanted to be bended like a pretzel." Yeah, she wants. <laughs> I think she wants yeah. it tenfold back. I think she would. But Ellie, Ellie, she did an actual 
um, neck minute, you know, the mm. neck minute. Mm. Uh, she said, next minute, there was no real segue. We were just making out in the pool. And true to what she said, the editors went from them literally talking to full Pash in the pool. It was quite the edit. It wasn't the really? traditional batch edit. They were just macking on humping. I missed this bit. Was there a bit of like um, over the over the shorts rubbing? What's going on uh, here? Yeah, yeah, a wet hump. Mm. Uh, Dry, dry hump, I believe it's called. But they were in the pool, Jill. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a waterproof hump. Yeah, look, it's yeah. a splashy one. Uh, yeah, they, it was. I could only imagine that he was <laughs> rock hard. Can I say <laughs> that? Yeah, he was. Um, oh, but then gosh. after that makeout session, um, they go on a group date. And what I just want to say is the group date started with the biggest vibe I've ever seen in Bachelorette oh history. God. Whilst Ellie waited on the on the beach for the for the boys to turn up becky decided nah fuck it she was already wakeboarding by the time they got there just doing full bog laps of the dam i love it um she just couldn't resist becky um they they do a shot of becky wakeboarding i'm thinking she's gonna stop soon no 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 it goes for quite a while so um it did the go bo- for quite a while, but I was impressed that she was staying on that long. Well, it didn't end well. Then we found out <laughs> that the boys on the group date, they were put into two cars and in the best twist, the drivers of the cars were undercover. They were cousins. They oh, were shut und- up. Who were they? Undercover cousins. <gasps> they were Ellie and Becky's cousins and they were wearing a mask. So not that you would recognise. So you not- wouldn't be able to tell. I mean, not that you would anyway, but it just made me think like, imagine watching this last year. Imagine getting into a car and your driver was just wearing a full mask. It would be so, everything's changed. It's so weird now. <laughs> it's You'd be so like, weird. Are you yeah. right? Uh, so they didn't realise it was their cousins. And, of course, boys will be boys. They can't help but, you know, they grab her by the pussy locker, locker boy talk. Um, <laughs> they started In talking true about, fashion. Started talking about making out, who's made out with Becky and who's made out oh, with Ellie. The cousins no. were not keen and close, especially one of the woker cousins. This is the wokest dude on the show ever. Um, he didn't like the kiss chat. I think he agrees with me that virginity doesn't exist. Yeah. You can just tell. So uh, he didn't make out with his cousin. Well, let me be clear here. One of them was their cousin <laughs> and one of them was actually their best friend. Oh, right. But, yes, I think the one that you're talking about was their cousin. The cousin. And was he the, made a very sorry. good comment about yeah. them kissing. They can do what they want. Too many people be and they should be able to. And that, yeah. they shouldn't be speaking about it so flippantly in the exactly. car. I don't know. Um, we find out our first little hint that Pascal is a rat. Oh, the rascal. So Pascal was who I originally thought came in dressed as a child cricketer with a sack full of balls. Or the baggy green. The baggy green. It turns out baggy green's a dirty rat. Pascal the rascal, dizzy rascal. Uh, Becky's fucking carving it up. They take a shot to her and she's carving it up. Ellie mentions she wants Becky to land like a majestic swan. But unfortunately, (laughs) Becky Becky goes tuppy up and just... And she ends it like me and Bali going down the water slide. Um, whoops. And then she just has to swim in like a fucking drunk selkie. And for the rest of the um, explanation of the, the group date, while Ellie sits there as a coiffed beauty queen, <laughs> Becky's just a trout rat that's had a massive wipeout. 
And I, I'm really taking to Becky. And yet she pulls it off with grace. Yeah, I, I honestly, that you cannot choose favourites. They're sisters. Yeah. We but love you both. But you know what they can choose? They can choose group dates that are really suited to the boys' talents to do a little bit of a show-off thing. So um, turns out James, Magic Mike, um, he's a 2010 wakeboard world champion. <laughs> 2010? Yeah, I know, but it's... X Games. X Games. Um, That's a long time ago. I know. I also, I also was thinking, I don't know if you're the same, but if someone had, have before this episode, put a gun to my head and say, Mel, what's wakeboarding? I would be dead. <laughs> what is it? I mean... Well, I grew up on the coast and I have heard of it, but re- <laughs> regretfully so, I, I must admit. So a wakeboard is <clears throat> cool. What's cool, a snowboarder or a wakeboarder? Yes. They are cool, are they? I uh, know. They're, They're sno- cool as a snowboarder? Well, uh, look, it depends on where you come from, but um, and who you are. They're both time zone games. Everyone's cool if they're at the top of their game. I'm sure James is at the very tippy top of his He was actually caliber. incredible. He did. So he, he was did so well. good. He actually, mm. speaking of time zone, he looked like a time zone game had come to life. He was doing jumps <laughs> and all sorts of stuff that I thought only, you know, Mario yeah. did. You could see <laughs> the other men's dicks just shrivel. Yeah. As they watched him. And just drop off like a <laughs> lamb's tail. Uh, so uh, the montage that they do um, is to that classical violin screeching. Um, they start to do that um, as Pascal laughs. Uh, so they do like a, I didn't explain that well, they do a montage of the boys all after James. They sh- James shouldn't have gone first, by the way. Way to make everyone look like fuckwits. Yeah. Uh, so they were all falling off one after the other, one after the other. And then Pascal, because his bad boy editor started. Right. They just start cutting to him laughing. Yeah, and yeah, he could yeah. be laughing at anything, but every time someone falls off, they're cutting to him, you know, probably yeah. him on another day laughing at a joke. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's watching Kathy yeah. Kim. But it, his bad boy edit is just amped up. You can tell he hasn't got much laugh line left because <laughs> they're really pushing it in. You yeah. know, we've got one episode. It's kind of like the last season of Game of Thrones, like quick. Daenerys yeah. has to become evil and very decided. fast. It yeah. has been decided. Uh, so Pascal then quotes Michael Jordan <laughs> before getting on and eating shit. What does he say? Just do it. What What's Michael <laughs> Jordan's call? Oh, well, you know, welcome to the Space Jam. Uh, no, <laughs> he says, um, you miss 100% of the shots that you don't take. And in doing so, he, and Pascal is a snowboarder, he attempts to do a ramp and he face first falls into the dam. Even Becky was more majestic than Pascal, the dirty rat rascal. Um, so then it is revealed that the, the, the drivers, once they're all on land, they've all beached, um, Becky's dried off a little bit. <laughs> Becky's finally dried off. <laughs> uh, they, um, the cousins come clean and the friend. It was us all along. Um, Surprise. And the locker room talk is busted and all the guys, look, like they, their faces go white. They're devo. They can't believe it. I think if I was Ellie or Becky and, and sort of they were told in front of me, guess what, this is my cousin, my best friend, I'd be watching their facial expressions. If I saw them recoil in like, oh, shit, I would know instantly which ones have said something that they should, or even if they haven't, they know that they've done something that they don't feel proud of. But also, it should be obvious. If you worry about, oh, Becky and Ellie are going to hear me, surely you know the cameras were there and everyone in Australia was going to hear She's it. She's going to see it eventually. They were yeah, always going to hear you're it. You're right. It's almost like they think, you they know, they care more about that them. She's never going to see it, or that she, if she does ever see it, they'll just be like, yeah. She won't remember. It's fine. It's fine. Um, locker room talk. Yeah, I said I would grab Ellie by the pussy, but you know, <laughs> it was. It's what guys do. 
Um, so the locker room talk is busted and mm. um, the cousins behind his back, of course, they start to read Pascal to filth. So Uh-oh. Pascal's opinion that go. he's fine, he's um, hunky-dory, easy-breezy, he didn't insult any of the lads, was what he said. That's what he was worried about. No, I didn't insult any of the lads. I'm pretty sure I didn't say anything about the boys. It should be fine. Yeah, it should be fine. Yeah. It should be fine. Um, it reminds me of that T-shirt you can get that's like, I wish a man cared about me as much of as the reputation of a guy that he's never met. And it's very <laughs> much... He just is like, no, 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 I didn't, I didn't break the bro code. I think you'll find. Yeah, yeah. called Becky and Ellie some <laughs> no skanks, about the bro code. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so enter the ladies um, into the uh, cocktail party, and Becky struts in like a mega Karen on a YouTube compilation. Oh, she is dressed yeah. for black, ready to attend Pascal's funeral. She has a coffee to talk about. She is definitely yeah up for um, discussion. There's a little side side step moment when Harry purveyor of fine meats is crying <laughs> because he misses his son. Um, Ellie sees a way a little light bulb goes off. She can dump Harry. That doesn't involve explaining to him that he has the personality of a cartoon pelican. So <laughs> she gets to say, this is for your son. And he goes, yes, it's for my son. And he goes home still with his dignity. Whew. Lucky. Um, Lestat then emerges from the underworld with his half <laughs> up, half down and um, hairdo and his, uh, snakeskin jacket he brings news from the elders he brings what is it mel he brings news from the volturi he's ready to spill some vampire tea um his jacket is like a snakeskin paisley (laughs) (laughs) it's it's so ugly it's gross and um have you ever watched true blood yes you know how they glamour people they glamour them they look there in their eyes Mm. and they tell them something and it convinces them yes yes i think he glamours becky Mm. I think that's how I got into this podcast. Yeah, we did. We've been glamouring this whole time. I'm pretty sure I was glamouring into this as well. <laughs> Mouth, you've basically locked us in a shed and played the organ for an hour. <laughs> I think yeah. If anyone's been glamoured, it's us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, Lestat, he decides to tell Becky, you know what? Pascal is disrespectful, disgusting. Infuriating. Diabolical. Diabolical. I won't have any more of this Dorothy diabolical disgusting behaviour. He says that he's, what he says is untrue, but unfortunately, Pascal has said to Aggie, couldn't they have found hotter chicks? <laughs> I just don't know how to go with this one. This. Well, I, what I did, I got furious. I punched a wall. I punched out the drywall like a white oh. guy called Kyle getting dumped by his girlfriend. It and brought out the toxic masculinity in me. Yes, yes. absolutely. Um, so I've just I just decided to try and think of guys that are hotter than Pascal. Oh, good. What did you come up with? Uh, Will Ferrell, <laughs> <laughs> Macaulay Culkin, currently, um, the Santa Claus at the Belmont Forum. Oh, <laughs> Rick Arden. <laughs> I might, who have you come I'm, up with? I might like to add a few actually. What about um whoever was in Fat Cat when his Fat, fat Cat when his head came off nationally? That is hotter than Pascal. Um, yeah. Who else? Yeah, but, uh, I mean, aggro. Aggro, yeah. He was a, he was a large sexual assassin. The ice cream at Wendy's in the shape of aggro. <laughs> They're all hotter than Pascal. Um, Hillary the Seal from Sorrento in 96, oh. if you're listening. Yes, um, Steven Spielberg who returned to Sorrento, the elephant <laughs> seal in 2018. <laughs> uh, a leopard seal I saw last weekend at Rottnest. What I'm saying is, Pascal, you know oil painting. You know pastel. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know oil, Pascal. So, um, fuck you, Pascal. Mm. I've been on his Instagram. He's saying he didn't think that. Uh, 
Ellie then, queen that she is, says, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, this is a palace of love. What a fucking prick. (laughs) (sighs) Go, Ellie. Mm. Um, So they confront him, uh, Becky and Ellie, and his response is, no, no, I didn't say anything about the rest of the group. Again, protecting the reputation of of the, the men, boys, not the boys, not yeah. worrying about the the women, and and really just missing the point of why we hate locker room talk. It's not that you're insulting each He's other. Like, I spoke to the boys. I'm pretty sure they were fine with it. Yeah. That's not the point, darling. Yeah. So then he accuses Ellie of trying to create drama. <gasps> I saw that. Yeah. That and was insane. I know. There was a finger pointed. He was like, you're trying to create drama. I and I'm know. like, you're about to get kicked off. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're about to be hated by every woman in Australia, yeah. Pascal. You're going to have to do like what Kieran did and cut your hair and change it up. We're going to have to find some way to reverse this verbal queef because, darling, it's not looking good. It's out. You cannot put a queef back in once it's out. <laughs> I found out that the hard way. Don't we know? <laughs> um, he then, in his defense, looks at Becky, looks at Ellie, and then points at Ellie and says, I think you are stunning. <laughs> so, mm, okay, Pascal. Um, and then he says the only true thing he said the entire episode. He says, oh, I'm going to look like a dickhead. Well, you know what, Pascal? We could have told you that. And because both Pascal and Harry, the purveyor of fine meats, have left with their tails between their legs, there is no rose ceremony. And that is the end of this episode. It's a short one, but a good one. That's what I'm always saying, Dave. Like I like it hard and fast. Uh, and, you know, they didn't let me down. You know what? Mothman's still there. Just so there's still hope. There's <laughs> still hope there's still for light those of you. Channel. We like your cryptids. Uh, all right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Um, we can only hope that... Next week, Becky's calmed down. Uh, she might take a load off by wakeboarding around the perimeter a couple times. <laughs> Maybe she could ride Richie the alpaca across the vicinity. Get it out of her system. Uh, so, yeah, next week we hope to answer such questions as, is Osha green-screened in there? And um, <laughs> Does Storm actually have COVID? Yeah, well, I'd like to know. Watch this space. Watch it. Watch it closely. All right. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. And bye. Bye, Bye, idiots. Sisters, I'm just watching. What could go wrong? Big Lit Energy.